Hello and welcome to the Caffeinated Bantercast. This podcast is dedicated and covers various topics about video games. Your host, and more or less returning every week, are three friends with the same passions for games and caffeinated beverages. Rezobasso, Cold Death and Jennifer, also known as Lady Sugarcube. Have fun with this week's episode! Fantastic. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, CD, don't know if you know mm-hmm. this or not, but today mm-hmm. is, epi- is uh, episode 109 of the Caffeinated Bantercast. Just, uh, oh, yeah. That, that you'd like to know that, just in case maybe, mm-hmm. you, maybe you didn't know, maybe you forgot, maybe you've been busy, you know, every, these maybe weeks. Maybe I forgot to write after typing it in. Yeah. yeah. It can happen. It uh-huh. sure, yeah. You know, I forget shit at, right after doing it. It happens all the time. It's perfectly normal. Per perfectly normal. Oh Where my. am I? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I, I my my I have the memory. Well, that's the day ending in why. Uh, right. <laughs> I look, man. I don't. I don't know what I'm doing, dude. I just make shit up as I go. Hope for the best. You know, pray I don't break anything. That's that's really <laughs> all I can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, uh, all my parts arrived for uh, the PC rebuild that I'm doing. Yeah, they all, they all got here, which was great. Um, mm-hmm. I I made a mistake, and this is my fault. So I ordered two fans oh. initially, but then. I realized that they came in. I realized that uh, Noctua made like specifically black fans, and I'm like, yo. So I ordered four of those to fill the entire case out. But then I forgot to cancel those two fans I originally ordered. So now I'm stuck with six. Ah, okay. And I'm like, Mm. and I'm like, you know what? These fans weren't like that expensive. Like the fans themselves. So you have them in reserve now. Yeah, like I'm okay. Like, am I gonna trip out over twenty bucks? Not really. Like, not not really. That's not really enough for me to like trip out on. So I'm kind of like, I'm like, you know what? Fine. I'll hold on to them. I could probably always come up with the use for a pair of 120s. Mm. You know, pair of 120s shouldn't be, shouldn't be that difficult for me to come up with a, a reason or a use case for them. So, you know what? That's fine. I'll hold on to them. It's no biggie. Mm. So I got everything. Everything is here. I don't think I'm going to get it built this weekend, though. I wanted to build it uh-huh. this weekend, but man, I, I, I just could not muster up. <laughs> I couldn't muster up the prerequisite amount of fucks <laughs> to, to to do it. I really couldn't. <laughs> like I was like, do I give a fuck? I'm like, nope. Uh, nope. No, I don't. I really, I really don't. Nope. Nope. Right out of there. Nope. I. <laughs> mm, I woke up this morning with a total of seven fucks CD, and I still have <laughs> seven fucks. <laughs> They are they are still there. <laughs> they are they are still there. I'm not getting rid of them. I'm not giving them away. They, they are they are staying with me. That is that's as far as it's gonna go, and I'm satisfied knowing that. So I'll probably build it this week, probably on Monday, because Mondays are a pretty easy day at work. So I'll get home. I'll knock that shit out. Not like I actually like need the PC for any actual recording purposes. Actually, I kind of want it rebuilt just so I can play Persona 4 some more. 
<laughs> uh, that's actually one of the big reasons I want to like hurry up on getting it rebuilt. But at the same time, I'm mm-hmm. like, eh. <sighs> don't I have enough to play at the moment? Pretty sure I do. Enough to play? How is that even possible? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got into a, a conversation with one of my buddies because uh-huh. I forget he was making he was making the argument. I, I for whatever reason he seems to think that like most people complete video games, right? Like his his belief uh-huh. his belief is that like the like the majority of people who buy a game complete it. And I was like, that's not even close. That's an interesting belief. Yeah. That's an I, interesting belief. Yeah. I wonder how he got to that uh, point. Yeah. He, uh, his general belief was like, you know, people usually complete games. And I'm like, no, nah, it's not true. He goes, how do you figure? I'm like, I'm like, you have any idea how many games, like, you've seen how many games I've beaten, right? You do realize that nine, t- like, when I beat Final Fantasy VIII, it was like a 39% completion. On that, on like com- the the achievement that shows you beat the game, it was like thirty nine percent completion. Thirty nine percent. That's less than that's well under half. Yeah, and that's uh, completion. Thirty nine percent is also uh, depending on the game. That's uh, even on the higher amount. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, people don't generally beat games. I'm like, I'm not saying that they don't. Just generally speaking, there's a there's a reason why there's a reason why there's a good deal of games that start trending that are trending towards a shorter time length. Although, mm-hmm. I, mm, I don't necessarily know whether or not. Mm, I, mm, I I'm torn about how I feel about that in general. The whole trending towards shorter. Really? I, I get I get it. I'm not sure if it's currently trending towards shorter. That's been the for uh, depending on the game for like uh, FPS games or something like that. It's been trending shorter than than uh, quite some time back. But other games like action adventures, they're definitely trending well bigger and longer. Uh, I think open I... open world games in general, they try to make it as big and as content filled as possible. Yeah, there was a, I think, IGN? I, I think I saw it on my Twitter feed. I think IGN or some, one of these uh-huh. publications did a, did a, did a feature about completion, about uh, completion rates in um, open world games or whatever, completion uh-huh. percentages. I didn't actually click it because I wasn't, like, super mm-hmm. interested. Yeah, it's but... IGN. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, if I was going to pick one, IGN might be the one I'd, I'd be more likely to click on. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if I, (laughs) if if you put like a Kotaku article, a Dual Shockers article, and like fucking IGN, you have a fairly strong chance of clicking IGN. Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to click IGN, generally speaking. Yeah, Um, Ghost of Tsushima is uh, one of the games that has one of the highest. percentages in terms of open world completion Uh, and by completion i don't mean platinums i did i just mean finishing the story that's usually where yeah that's that's very likely uh just story completion yes yeah i i don't i don't and that's around 50 percent wow 50 damn yeah okay that's shit there's apparently quite the divide between the first two and the third and down the first one is um, Marvel Spider-Man with 
and then there's Tsushima with 50.2. Next down the line is Assassin's Creed Origins 38.2. Wow. That dropped off so fucking both... hard. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. dropped off hella hard. God damn. That's telling you how good uh, Tsushima and uh, Spider-Man is in comparison yeah. to all the others. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm kind of surprised that Horizon Zero Dawn is only at 34%. I think... That story is... I thought it's pretty good. I was actually more surprised when I was playing through 8, like... The, the completing uh -huh. the game, the completing the being the final boss completion rate wasn't super high, but like the side quest stuff had a higher percentage completion. Hmm. Yeah, that threw me off. I was like, the fuck? That's interesting. Well, you know, the, the I, reason the reason I guess, they, I guess that's uh that's a compliment to the game's world. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? So wait, you're telling me more people got the final the final summon? But didn't complete the game, bitches. You're almost there. Huh. Like <laughs> you're almost there. Like you're not even mm -hmm. that far off. Like, bro. Look, although in in eight that might be a case of okay, they did too much, so now the final boss is too difficult. Yeah, yeah. Given the uh, level scaling. Yeah, I had that. Might be a case of that. Maybe. Yeah, they got to that. For the... They they leveled up too much. Now the final boss is a fucking nightmare. Mm -hmm. uh, I got I had that problem with one of the special bosses I had to beat. Uh, I uh -huh. I had to switch my team around because the team I went in with were all like in their eighties and nineties. And yo, that boss is fucking unforgiving. Ooh. Yeah, he's <laughs> this boss was unforgiving at that level. I made a mistake, dude. I fucked up. <laughs> that 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 boss was not taking my shit, not one bit. Uh. So that was that was cool, getting mm -hmm. getting my ass just beat by this dude because I was like, why is he beating me? I've beaten this dude before, and then I look at my team and I'm like, oh no, my average level is like 85. No wonder he's whooping the shit out of me. God damn. Okay. <laughs> so I, I I dropped in two two party members who were like level like 15 and level 20. And, uh, oh, okay. Suddenly yeah, the boss. Take the average down. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly the boss. Suddenly the boss was like way more doable. <laughs> so suddenly he wasn't dropping uh, instant death attacks on me every other fucking turn. <laughs> thank God this game. Thank God this game doesn't have the ridiculousness of if your main party member, if the main party leader dies, then the game, then it's game over. Because if that shit was a thing in like regular Final Fantasy games, oh, oh, thank was... God it's perfectly balanced as all things should be. Yeah. I, <laughs> okay. Say so. It's fine. I'm, it's, it's whatever. So I disagree, but I'll let you believe what you want to believe. <laughs> this is this is America, sir. You're allowed to be wrong. Yeah. Uh, so I noticed, CD, that uh, uh -huh. you were you've been occupied with the particular uh -huh. trials of a, of the mana kind. Yes, indeed. That's uh, quite recent, uh, relatively recent remake. That they made, so quite quite good. I haven't played uh, much of the original, uh, only uh, several years back on emulator, a little bit. But 
I thought, mm, yeah, it's uh, discounted, so why not? I've heard good things about it. And so far, yeah, definitely plays well. Uh, the uh, They did definitely didn't make the mistake that they made with the uh, Secret of Mana uh, remaster slash remake. Oh, thank God. Or maybe, or maybe it's a case of uh, the original's um, battle system being better. Though, I don't know how close they are with that in the remake. Uh, but overall, I, uh, I like how it plays. Okay. I can neat, nicely dodge, uh, dodge enemy attacks. If I don't spam attack too much, I can uh, make... Well, basic combos, um, as light attacks, strong attacks, uh, can jump or jump uh, nicely, which probably wasn't the case wasn't the case uh, with the original, from what I remember. <laughs> yeah, no, not really. That one was still. Uh, I I think uh, the uh, Super Nintendo combat system was still relatively similar to Secret of Mana in, on the Super Nintendo, right? Yeah, it was uh, energy based. Uh -huh. So, like if you if you spammed attacks, you did less and less damage, versus waiting mm -hmm. a couple seconds and then attacking, you would do more mm -hmm. damage. Yeah, yeah. They uh, then they definitely com pretty much completely overhauled the uh, the combat system with the remake. It works nicely. It's a nicely action-based uh, combat system still, obviously. The uh, graphics are nice. I'd say better than the uh, Secret of Mana uh, remake, obviously, but you can def definitely still notice limitations in terms of budget because the emotions uh, don't necessarily always show during dialogues. Oh, boy. But, uh, but in terms of uh, voice acting, uh, the Japanese voice acting at least uh, seems seems quite good. I haven't uh, checked out the the English one, and uh, given the subtitles for my third party member, I think that's a good thing. <laughs> you look at the script and you're like, oh dear, okay, no, I don't even want to hear this in English. This can't possibly go well. Oh yeah, no. yeah, because uh, there's lots of W's in their letter replacements. Oh wow! Okay, where we many? Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I I see. I see where this is going. Yeah. Okay, and. It. I mean, uh, in the game, it's a 15-year-old girl, so that's probably uh, because of that. And in the in the Japanese voice, uh, I do notice that they have uh, her speaking uh, in a certain type of um, speech that's uh, more cutesy. Obviously, not mm -hmm. just the not just the voice itself, but the I I don't think dialect is the right uh, just the speech patterns make a uh, make it apparent. 
and that's uh, that definitely sounds better to me than the um than the subtitles right <laughs> make it seem. right <laughs> the main character that i've chosen uh duran is well the classic hot-headed fighter that uh wants to prove himself and has to well get back from a loss in the in the intro part of the game mm-hmm. of his story and each character has its his own story his or her own story uh, i think what was it i think six characters or something i have to i had to choose three of them uh one is the main character two are side characters and that's an interesting uh, way to do it. Uh, I do n- remember that the original also had those different stories, but nowadays, I don't think many games do that. No, no, not many. Uh, most most games just want you on board for them for one story because they don't. I don't mm-hmm. think they, they don't. Yeah. Ex- they don't expand unless you're playing like a visual novel. Then that's a little different. But, mm-hmm. uh... True. Yeah. True. Those are quite different in that regard. The only similar that one that I remember off the top of my head would be Tales of Zillia with uh Yeah, the two characters the slightly divergent uh stories of the main character that you choose. Right. But even that's just slightly different and <laughs> not completely uh three I think it has uh, three different stories in uh, trials that depending on which characters you choose, you have a different uh big bad that you have to fight. It's hmm. interesting. Alright. I just, uh, without any previous information, just chose the three characters that I thought looked nice and uh, might uh, might be good in a party. So I had a close combat, uh, just a regular combat character, warrior, uh, more magical based one and a healer type one which seemed like a good combo let's see how that goes <laughs> i'm just a few hours into it yet so so far it's go it's going nicely but nice. yeah uh, although i don't uh, think the uh, later boss fights will be as easy as the first one was yeah cuz i i could pretty much uh, keep uh, behind the boss a giant spider-like enemy that uh, my other party members draw, drew its attention and I just wailed on it from behind it. So that one went down pretty fast. Yeah, I had uh, something. Uh, that was uh, that was basically the last like five hours of um, Crisis Core for me. Uh, it was yeah. get behind the boss. And then just do big damage, and then the boss is usually dead. And I'm like, well, okay, hmm. that that All that right. that worked way too well. That worked that worked way <laughs> that worked far too well. And uh, the problem is, that... are you overpowered for that, or is that just the game not uh, making it more difficult for you? Uh, yeah, uh, column A, column B. All right, <laughs> kind of figured that. Yeah, it's column A, column B. Um, you know. usually end up doing like double to two and a half times more damage from if you if you hmm. back attack them. Yeah, that's so uh-huh. with my increased stats. Yeah, no, I was. Mm. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a pro. I'm a problem, sir. I'm absolutely. Uh-huh. Uh, I am a pro. I am a problem. <laughs> there is there is no other way to say it than just saying I am absolutely a problem. So <laughs> that was that was that was fun. Uh, that was absolutely a fun time. Case I think that's been the main uh, thing that I've been playing during the week. I haven't been playing all that much uh, this week, so most of my time has been this weekend with Trials of Mana. I know the feeling. I I, I know. I understand the feeling, sir. I understand the feeling. <laughs> uh, I I will tell you that I am. Um, mm-hmm. I suddenly now just have more games on my Switch than I. I don't know where they all came from now. I just, I don't, I don't, oh, I don't know. just suddenly, yeah, yeah, magically, magically. It's not like I just no. dropped on there. Yeah, just magically appeared on my side. I don't know how that happened. Honestly, I don't know. Weird. I haven't heard uh, anything in the news about Nintendo having trouble there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a reason. There's a reason. So, CD, mm-hmm. I, I have a question yes. for you, my dude. So, mm-hmm. what do you get when a parody story somehow manages to be less terrible than real life? <laughs> well, uh, you get a new story about our old friends, Activision Blizzard. <laughs> How Activision Blizzard somehow managed to somehow be worse than a parody story is somehow it's, absurd. It's baffling. It's yeah. baffling. So, okay. We talked about the last time this happened, didn't we? Yeah, I'm sure we did. This yeah, is, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys remember a while back, uh Activision Blizzard two were years, like I think? Yeah, two years ago. Activision Blizzard was like, hey mm-hmm. guys, guess what? We've had we've made we've had colossal profits, and we've also laid off a fuck ton of people. But hey, we're we're in the black. Mm-hmm. So you know, the first time it happened, you know, a lot of us just scratched our heads, like, wait, what the fuck? Then why the fuck uh-huh. do you fire people? But you know, uh, good things come in threes. <laughs> So more likely we're gonna see this at least one more time before they realize the joke doesn't work. That's how that's how it usually mm-hmm. works in comedy. Uh, Blizzard, yeah, uh, Activision really like Blizzard it. executives uh, have a uh, well today uh, according to Jason Schreier and I don't oh, I guess his Bloomberg article. I don't know if this article yeah. I don't know if this story was anywhere else besides Bloomberg. Was it? Uh, probably uh, after people wrote copied it from there oh great okay fine Uh i mean that would be my guess (laughs) uh so uh blizzard decided activision blizzard uh decided to just dump dozens of people uh Mm -hmm. at the at the whole company who were in a dozen of people from the company not just in live events now this sucks but I want, but that's not the, that's only part of the story. You know, never mind the fact uh-huh. that they're in the black, they're making tons of money, and they still decide to lay off a fuck ton of people. I want to talk about their, what, their, 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 uh, their parting gift. Their, their, the, uh-huh. the parting gifts that they receive for leaving the company. 
Okay. So, in addition to 90 days severance, okay. A year health benefits. You know what? Okay. Yeah. All right. I feel that. Laid off staff received a $200 Blizzard uh, Battle.net card. Now, uh, okay, look. <laughs> there's no there's no advocate for the devil on this one. What the fuck? No. <laughs> That's just straight up what the fuck. You, I would love... I would love to be the fucking fly on the wall at that corporate meeting. Uh-huh. Fucking, yeah, we're going to, uh, well, we're laying off, we're laying off 200 people today, Johnson. Uh, what uh, what do we got? What do we got for him? Well, we got 90 days severance. Uh, I've also made sure to include a year of uh, health insurance for any of them that might have trouble finding a job immediately after leaving. All right, Fantastic. Oh, that's, that's, that's it. Nope, that's not it. I need you to throw in a $200 gift card. What? Yeah, $200 gift card. But how does that help them? Well, give them something to do while they're fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. That might be why they fucking did it. Uh-huh. Oh, God. That might have been the reasoning. Who knows? Oh, God. That's terrible. <laughs> oh. Oh, I feel gross. Ugh. Ugh. Ugh, that's, that's, that's terrible. I feel bad now. Thanks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah I don't... And you know what the kicker is? Uh. Additionally to this... Mm-hmm. What uh, I just saw that isn't mentioned in that uh, Jason's tweet and in uh, Legacy Killer's uh, tweet is, uh, well, for one, Activision Blizzard's revenue was up from $6.49 billion to $8.09. Okay. And apparently Kotick is set to earn uh, around $200 million in a stock bonus. That's oh. that one's not quite confirmed, but still. Oh, this uh, okay. this is eerily reminding me of the two years, uh, two years back uh, event. Oh, so we're just gonna we're just gonna tank a bunch of people and get a pay raise out of it. Okay, cool. Uh huh. That's you know what? Like I don't. I as much as much as people say capitalism is to blame, I I, I really think this is just scummy. Nope. Yeah, this is just scummy people to blame. <laughs> no two ways about it. <laughs> I uh I can I I always every time something like this comes up, everyone's like, "This is why capitalism is wrong." I'm like, "Well, <laughs> here's the thing, guys." Uh, this isn't necessarily. It's, I mean, you could blame capitalism, but at the end of the day, this is this is nothing more than someone just people just taking advantage of a situation. They're like, "Oh, hey, if I drop a bunch of people, I make more money because I have to pay because pe- I have to pay less people." I mean, yeah, it's, it's garbage. Like, I don't. Are EA and Activision in a contest of? Shittiness? Yeah, Who's probably. Uh, apparently. 
I, they have to be. I like, can't really think of another explanation for why this keeps happening in this way. How could you do this? I mean, I okay, I know how you can do this. It's you know, yeah. no moral compass or no ethical compass. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the two. I don't know if this is an ethical or a moral issue. <laughs> I haven't really figured that one out. But we'll 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 just bank on either one. I'd uh, wager they have no compass at all. I just have a stack of cash sitting there and uh, throw that in the air, and depending on where it lands, they do that. Oh, stack of cash, bro! I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking Scrooge McDuck. Mm. Yeah, I mean they have a sort of like a, a bingo card on the floor, and depending on where the most money lands, uh, they do that shitty thing. That's what's written in there. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> that that sounds about right. Yeah, I believe that. That's. I absolutely that that sounds about right to me. I, I believe it. Must have landed on the blank spot though, given those uh, two hundred dollar gift cards. Two hundred dollars. <laughs> who the fuck was like? I would love to have heard who came. Yo, I tell me, tell me, some employees have said something. Tell me, tell me some ex employees have talked about this. I want to know what they thought about the two hundred dollar gift card. Like losing your job sucks. That's like. That's that's like my that's like the store I work at firing me and like oh yeah here's a fifty dollar yeah. gift card yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah like, I mean I mean uh, even if they uh, those people would speak on the record I'm not sure uh, you'd be able to print it uh, mm. I mean. <laughs> Depending on their mood, uh, the, what they said might be actionable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably probably not a good and idea. I would, and I couldn't uh, fault them for it. Oh, absolutely. I, no, no, no. There's no, uh, there's no fault there. Sorry. They, they, mm-hmm. they'd, they'd actually, they'd absolutely be in, they'd actually, they'd absolutely be in the right. At least by at least at least at least by my figures, you know what I mean. Like on in my mind, mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Bob. Yeah, Bobby Kotick eats like twenty seven dicks a day. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know it. Get on you. <laughs> get on. Get on you. Say say what's on your mind. Live your truth. Uh. <laughs> I I love I love this show, and I hate it at the same time with these kind of stories. Mm-hmm. I say I say that absolutely aware. Of what of this was my idea. <laughs> I chose this. Yes, no one yeah. no no one made me do this. No <laughs> one's holding a gun to mm-hmm. my head. This is my decision. So I have to live <laughs> I have to live with this. And without the call, we answered. Yeah, you're right. That's, <laughs> that's my fault. I have no one to blame but myself. So in news that has the fighting game community split. Uh-huh. Uh, S- uh Sony Interactive Entertainment and RTS jointly acquire Evolution Championship Series Evo 2021 online set for August. Now, mm-hmm. last year we covered this uh after uh, some really uncomfortable <laughs> events involving the uh president of uh Evo doing some gross mm-hmm. shit. Uh, Evo was basically dead. It was gone. It was not going to come back. But apparently, or as it now is now, Sony has uh, acquired it. 
along with RTS. Mm. They have acquired Evo Championship Series. And uh, Can I just say it's ironic that one of the companies involved is called RTS? Yeah. That's... <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. RTS buys fighting. Huh. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't mind an RTS fight. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, hmm. uh, I, mean, I mean, can you imagine you build up your base by uh, build fighters like uh, you have an army of Ryu's uh, storming another enemy base? <laughs> yeah, and then they can have a uh, they can have Fortnite's Chun Li in there too, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. For Fortnite, yep. uh, Fortnite's Chun Li will be a, will be a part of it yep. too. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so this story has has really the fighting game community like split, like down the mm-hmm. middle, and for good reason. Good, good reason. Yeah. On one hand, having Evo back is great. On the other hand, Sony having having their hands directly in it, well, yeah, kind of makes you wonder what we're gonna be seeing end up at evo now right because evo mm-hmm. was independent so anything could end up there but if sony's involved mm, now i do wonder since is the play like sony interactive entertainment that's just the gaming division of sony right like that's mm-hmm. that's like playstation all that shit right that's that's yeah. what that is okay uh-huh. so they they've already put out uh an, a a opening list of games, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Guilty Gear for the first few games. Yeah, mm-hmm. Guilty Gear Strive. Fucking obviously. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Are, are, yeah. Are, yeah. Are, are, is anyone surprised? Because I'm not. I'm not fucking surprised by Guilty nope. Gear Strive. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Not surprised. Uh, I Street mm-hmm. Fighter 5. I am kind of surprised. And Tekken 7. I'm also yeah. kind of surprised. I'm surprised mm-hmm. because Tekken 7 does not have a good net play. Okay. And this is going to be an online tournament. Yes. So that's why I'm not surprised. Street Fighter Five, eh, it's not great netcode. Like it's all right. You know what I mean? It's it's serviceable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I I, I really wouldn't want to play Tekken though. Wouldn't want to. From, from what I read, uh, Tekken Seven did receive an upgrade to their. Oh, did uh, they? netcode uh end of last year did they really i'd have to look that yeah. up i just uh the last few times i've heard about tekken 7 the netcode was uh uh-huh. less than maybe that. that's less than maybe desirable. that was good enough but yeah i don't know so yeah uh, those but are they the probably don't have rollback netcode yeah <laughs> so those are the opening games uh the initial games they're announcing mm-hmm. and they said more games to be announced soon so here's yeah. the thing I want people to play fighting games, right? Evo uh-huh. is a great way to get people interested in the fighting games. The problem is, yeah. I don't know if Sony, <laughs> Sony aligns <laughs> with that viewpoint. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I want there to be a good variety, but I don't necessarily know whether or not Sony is going to have a variety or if this is going to start out good and then Sony's going to slowly turn this into the Sony fighting game fucking coalition like two years mm-hmm. down the line where it's nothing but Sony fighting games or whatever. However many fighting games they have. I think they, they have like what guilty gear and uh, street fighter five. That's really it. 
those are the two that are like uh, Sony exclusive outside of PC. I don't think they, they don't consider PC competition in that regard. Um, no, because Sony is uh, porting more and more games over to PC as well. Right. So uh, fighting game, <laughs> fighting games have been a vital part of PlayStation's legacy in our community since the very beginning, and we're thrilled to partner with Evo. We have been thrilled to partner over Evo over the years. This joint acquisition with RTS marks a new chapter of collaboration with Evo's founders, Tom and Tony Cannon, and their passionate community of fighting game fans. <sighs> Look. If they do it right, then they will be relatively hands-off and leave most things to RTS. But... <laughs> yes, it remains to be seen. I... I don't have too much trust in Sony nowadays. I don't. Yeah, well, see, my my failure of trust in this particular situation is that I I have a feeling this is going to become a more and more hands-on event for Sony. That's my fear. Uh-huh. Like I I fear this is going to become less and less of bringing lots of fighting games together and just more of bringing Sony's fighting games together. Yeah. That's the fear. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I'm more than happy to be happy. I'm more than happy to be optimistic a little bit. But Sony, look, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to do more than just give me like one good year. You're gonna have to give me a couple good years before I take you seriously with this. But you know what? I mean, I can't imagine there would have been too many other companies that would have wanted to buy Evo, though. That's the thing. I don't sure. know. I don't know if there was. I don't know if like Microsoft was necessarily chomping at the bit to buy Evo. You know what I mean? Like that's hmm. the problem. Like, <laughs> you know, like I just I don't yeah. see that. I don't I don't get that feeling. Like there were like tons yeah. of other people knocking on the door to like acquire yeah. Evo. Um, Microsoft so. is Microsoft is definitely looking to invest in other areas that di- benefit them more directly. And Nintendo, no, they definitely wouldn't be interested in something like this. No, they just do it themselves and do it badly. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I hate, I hate to smash. Yeah, I hate to say it. I hate to be that guy. You know, I love, I love my Switch and all, but look, Nintendo does not do a good job usually when they decide to take things into their own hands. And mm-hmm. no, no, I I'm good. That's not their area of expertise, so to speak. God, no, it's, it's not. Def, definitely not. Definitely fucking not. <laughs> Holy shit. So yeah, uh, I am carefully optimistic. Mm. Uh, very, 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 yeah, very, very cautiously. So I wanted to cover a couple of smaller uh-huh. topics before we. Yeah, sure. Jump around a little bit. Uh, one, it was where is it? Shit, I gotta find where I found it. Uh, Activision Blizzard has officially stated that it's Vicarious Visions doing the Switch port for Tony Hawk. Hmm? Uh, the they're not the ones doing the port to Switch. Tony Hawk. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, sure, because uh, they're uh, they're kind of busy with uh, the Diablo two uh, remake. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I'm I'm okay with they, that. That's fine. That's, yeah. That's fine. They're almost kind of don't exist anymore anyway. That's. 
So it's fine. So I I feel fairly good that the Tony Hawk port to Switch is going to be... Yeah, Activision confirms original dev is handling Tony Hawk Switch port. Who did the Tony Hawk Switch port? Let me double check who actually did that before I say anything else. Yeah, we asked about the developer that is handling these ports. Activision told Polygon that the original developer, Vicarious Visions, is on the case, even though Activision... Blizzard recently merged the studio into Blizzard Entertainment. Uh-huh. Yeah. So right. they're they're going to be working on this, on getting this ready. But this shouldn't be that much work, getting this on sure. Switch. I don't think this is going to be sure. that heavy of an impact. And doing the... Shouldn't, oh, sorry. Shouldn't be difficult to make a be- do a better job than um, Panic Button did with uh, the Apex Legends port. Oof. Actually, how did that go? That one was it. Seems to be. Was it rough? Very bad. Yeah, very Ooh. much so. Ooh. Ooh. I've only heard negatives on that one. Mm. That's that's tough, which man. is weird because Panic Button uh, have a good reputation in terms of Switch ports. Yeah, I thought they did too. Apparently, apparently, I had the wrong. I apparently this just didn't they work also out for them. Did, uh, yeah, because they also did the uh, Doom Eternal port uh, before this. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And the for and the uh, regular Doom 2016 port as well, among other things. Well, damn. so that's uh, huh. I guess either Apex Legends is such a bad case that they just couldn't, or they didn't have a, the budget for it. I feel like it might have been budget. Yeah. Because be I just I just don't, like, obviously, uh, look, I think we've noticed now that when you give a dev the budget to put something on Switch, it turns out good. Mm. Like, it's going to turn yeah. out good. When you, when you cut their budget on Switch, they're not going to do much more than just, I don't know, either bring it to Switch exactly as it is and it runs terribly. Mm-hmm. Or, uh... Or they go in like a totally opposite. Or they go in a different direction, and they just they knock everything down to the lowest possible settings and put it on Switch and hope that it's okay. <laughs> fucking yeah. fucking Outer Worlds on Switch at launch. Ooh, <laughs> fucking woof, dude. Fucking Ouch. woof. Did you see? Did you see the initial uh uh? look at uh, Outer Worlds for Switch when it launched, dude, it was fucking rough. I don't quite remember seeing it, but I've heard bad things. Yeah, no, it, it was. Yeah. It was. It, mm. it wasn't a looker, tell you that much. Definitely. Uh-huh. Definitely. <laughs> definitely not a looker. Not a looker at all. Ooh, fucking. That's. Yikes. That's fucking tough, dude. That's fucking tough. Uh-huh. I ooh man that, that that's that's embarrassing. Um another story that came out that I wanted to quickly touch on was uh the so Marvel Avengers PS5 is now out and people can now get yeah. their upgrade from PS4 and apparently the way to upgrade your version from PS4 to PS5 well huh? isn't uh, mm not exactly not exactly put your disc in your ps5 and upgrade oh no you to in order to get your upgrade you have to boot up the ps4 version of the game 
upload okay. the data to a server, uh-huh. right? Then go on the PS5, then go on to PS5, and then re-download uh-huh. the data. Uh-huh. And then, like, link the accounts, and then you'll get your upgrade copy. It's certainly not... Yeah, what? it's yeah, it's not. It is not a seamless transition. It is not seamless. Uh, I I don't. I've never understood how the idea of an upgrade could be mm-hmm. so difficult. I I genuinely don't understand. This shouldn't be rocket science. Like if it's yeah, a it if really you shouldn't if you want to upgrade a physical copy, all I should have to do. Look at the disc and done. Yeah, that should be it. I put the disc in, yeah. maybe a prompt pops up that says, hey, do you want to upgrade? I press yes, mm-hmm. and then to download and add to my account the upgraded version of the game on PS5. That should be all there is yeah. to it. Yeah. This this isn't, this isn't difficult, so I don't understand why they go through. I, I <laughs> And if you don't upload your data and you try mm-hmm. to play Marvel Avengers on PS5 you're going to be playing the PS4 version because it won't verify that you're up that you've upgraded until you've uploaded your data and then re-download your data onto PS5 cuz you have to upload it from PS4 so you can't yeah you know you have to upload it from PS4 and it has it can't you can't just be like oh you put the data on like a thumbstick then put it on your PS5 no 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 you can't oh, do that whoops, either you told your PS4 too bad <laughs> you decide you decide to trade your ps4 in for a ps5 like any like most reasonable people when they found out yeah. when they found out that the ps5 was backwards you compatible ps5 why yeah because once you have the ps5 uh aside maybe a few obscure games there's really no reason to keep the ps4 Right, unless you have like a super special edition or something that you don't want to get rid of, which is yeah, true. That's an that's an edge case, yeah. though. That's an edge case. That's a fringe, mm. fringe edge case. Yeah. But yeah, they they're not making this easy. I don't understand. Like I said, I don't get it. This shouldn't be complicated. If you have a digital copy of a game, that should that not if that the games do it well. Yeah, from what I know. So yeah, that's yeah, it's really fucking weird <sighs> that you you have to go through this weird uploading your data and like i said it's very specifically you have to upload the data you can't just Mm -hmm. pull your data via like a thumbstick because you can do that on ps4 and then put it on your ps5 and then update you can't do that that does not work they your data needs to hit their servers (laughs) if it doesn't hit their servers you don't get the upgrade (laughs) don't you don't you love it don't you love it when when companies want to treat us like criminals don't you mm-hmm. don't you love it? Don't you love it when we get treated like criminals for just playing your fucking game? Don't you don't you love it? Isn't it great? It's great, isn't it? No, it's not. Fuck you guys. And fuck yeah. you for agreeing. Ugh, good lord. If I did, the less I have to talk about Marvel's Avengers on PS5, the better. Mm-hmm. Apparently the apparently the next gen update, the only thing the my one of my buddies that does have it on PS5, he said he said the only thing that made that upgrade even remotely worth it was the load times. Loading times, as I thought, yeah, yeah. Because I don't think it looks that much better. No, he's he's like no, he's like it doesn't look better. He's like maybe it's a little brighter. <laughs> he's like maybe. Mm. 
He's great. like, he's like maybe. He's like, he's like the load the times are look that good to begin with. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the, the game already wasn't much of a looker to begin with, so uh -huh. you know, fan. So yeah, I don't want more brightness to see it even better. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't need more brightness. Make it darker. <laughs> I don't need more brightness to see fucking Captain America's ugly ass mug. Sorry, for Hawkeye in all his new glory. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So, uh, last but not least, we're going to talk about the Square Enix presents digital showcase mm -hmm. that happened. Uh, I did not catch this when it happened, but I do want to talk oh. about a couple things I noticed uh -huh. that uh caught my. Uh -huh. Maybe caught my eye, or just maybe go, huh? That's interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Like, okay, look, I have a really, really weird relationship with Life is Strange. <laughs> oh, really? Really weird relationship. All right. Like, I played mm -hmm. the first Life is Strange because I got it for free from one of my friends mm -hmm. who was a GameStop manager. So I got the game for mm -hmm. free. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I want to like these games. I really do. Like, Life is Strange 1 really made me struggle to like anything. Because, mm -hmm. like, the characters are so unlikable. Like, they are yeah. actively bad people. This isn't even, like, an opinion. They are mm -hmm. actively bad people. All of them, every single one mm -hmm. of them, and the one or two good people in this game get treated like garbage. So it's like, well, great, I have no one to cheer for. Oh, the main, the main care. Oh, the town's about to be destroyed. I have a choice between letting my girl, letting this girl's lover live, and having the town be wiped out, or letting her mm -hmm. die, and things is going back to normal. Great. Neither one of these neither one of these options <laughs> either either I actively feel bad or I feel nothing. <laughs> that is hmm. th those are my options, CD. Those are my options. So they've announced a new Life is Strange game. Yeah. And okay, look. I get, mm -hmm. I get that these ser this series of games is supposed to have like it's supposed to give supposed to be weird or a little unusual, but empathy, mm -hmm. really empathy, that's your fucking superpower, really <laughs> empathy. I mean, like you could do interesting things with that. To be fair, maybe I doubt. I they... don't trust them to do that, but. You could do yeah, good yeah. things with it. Oh, you see, when I think of empathy, it could it it could be uh, well done in sort of like a mystery uh, story or a detective game or something. I have like the that. power of heart. <laughs> well, yes, but about it. I just just uh... on its face value, you could use that power to. To solve things, to find out stuff, to to get if someone is lying. I mean, it's certainly a better way to uh, to find out things uh, compared to those uh, weird faces they made in L.A. Noir. Ooh. 
Yeah, that, <laughs> those that, grimaces. Yeah, the, the, that that fa- that facial capture technology, man. Fuck, that was that was tough. <laughs> they used it. They used it for every cent they put into it. Bro, bro, <laughs> dude, if you've heard, they invested a lot of money into that technology. Oh yes. dude. they oh, invested yes. millions. So uh-huh. I can't even really blame them. Like if I if yeah. You, yeah, like at that point you got to get that much you have to use it. Yeah, you you got to <laughs> use it every time. So mm-hmm. the other thing that got announced and I'm going to say this much, I would never actually uh-huh. buy this game despite it being announced or despite the fact that the uh-huh. concept looks cool. Uh Black Panther War for Wakanda or oh. the Marvel Avengers. I mean, yeah, that's just the next expansion or and like I said, I like like cool i like the concept but at the end of the day i'm not buying this fucking game <laughs> i'm not buying this fucking game <laughs> i refuse uh i mean cool it sounds they, cool. they so. could at least make the story better than the boot than the movie <laughs> <sighs> who knows but Possibly. yeah no that game mm-mm. i'm staying far away from everything that game uh, the last thing I'll mention, at least, is Tomb Raider uh-huh. Definitive Survivor Trilogy. Eh. Which is, I, guess I think... for people that are interested in those games, okay. It's, it's for people who missed out. Uh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, she's basically a superhero. <laughs> You've, look, you sat through multiple streams of me beating the first Tomb Raider. You you sat through that shit. You watched her fall from a solid <laughs> 10 feet and get impaled and pull that shit back out like it was no big fucking deal. Yeah, it's been a while, but yeah, I know. That I, I certainly know that the character isn't uh, portrayed in any realistic fashion whatsoever. Frickin' ever. She 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 kills one person, has a meltdown, which is what you expect someone to do after murdering someone, and then proceeds and, to go on yeah, a not... killing rampage ten minutes mm-hmm. later. <laughs> okay, now I've done that. Click switch done. Okay, now let's go Terminator. <laughs> She's like, well, well, I've cried that out of my system. Yeah, now I am the T-800 Raider. Uh, time to go murder. What I... tombs? What tombs? That's no tombs here. Okay. So I, I don't need any tombs. So I apologize, because I think I might have covered mm-hmm. the decent amount of the things that this thing covered anyways, CD. So what did you... Was there anything that stood out to you specifically? No, you actually, you actually just uh, didn't cover the two things that I w- wanted to uh, mention. Oh, so that's, oh, sh- uh, that oh, was sh- accidentally really perfect. <laughs> oh, shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> for me, uh, that presentation overall, eh. But it did have two things that I'm interested in. The fir- It started out with one interesting thing, Outriders, which... At least if it has a significant single-player portion, which it seems to have, is interesting to me. Because, I mean, it's essentially... it's In bits, it reminds me of Borderlands in terms of the style uh, that they have with, um, with the uh, loot and all. So that might be uh, nice, but you have um, a 
probably more interesting skill tree in this one. No shit. And the classes, I'm interested in uh, certainly the uh, techno. Uh, I think it was the technomancer that can uh, do elemental attacks and put down uh, turrets. That one could be interesting. And interestingly, also they put that—they uh, are putting that one into Game Pass day one. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. I don't want to like, di- you know, fucking, you know, uh, divert your, uh, your 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 thoughts here on this. But okay. doesn't that seem a little troubling? What? Like Are they putting a, it into Game Pass? Like a game going on, like a game going on Game Pass, like at launch. Mm, not really. I mean, that's. Uh, I'm just. So I don't think that's the only um, platform they're releasing. No, yeah, they're releasing on PlayStation. They're releasing on Stadia, which uh, I don't care. But <laughs> does, does Stadia even care? <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> Does Stadia even care about its own platform? (laughs) Fuck. Probably not. I mean, that they're putting it on Game Pass just means that uh, Microsoft is willing to pay for that game. I never thought about that that way. I mean, it seems seems to me that the cooperation between uh, Square and Microsoft is uh, certainly tightening. Yeah. Given that more and more things uh, are going on Xbox from them. Yeah. And also several of the uh, games that they have on Game Pass or on Xbox uh, from Square, they have um, specific uh, bug fixes there that are not on, for example, Steam. Mm. Like I think with Nier Automata, there is uh, that... That's the case, and uh, one or two others, I think, as well, which is interesting. So I think that's, uh, with Outriders being on there, that's just one more of those uh, those cases. Wow. And uh, Microsoft is definitely pushing Game Pass big time still. Right, right. Oh, and from what I've seen with Outriders, I'm... I don't see any uh, a big problem there. And people can fly are certainly uh competent uh are a co- competent developer. People can Man, some of these developer names, man. Yeah, uh... <laughs> people <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. Keep going. But don't don't list don't no, don't just, ign- just ignore I mean, me. You're it's right. Fine. The, uh, the, the n- names of some developers are interesting, certainly. Just, just ignore me. I'm fine. I'm, I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna sit here in my feelings. All right. I'm gonna sit here in my I mean, feelings. I mean, you certainly need a painkiller after a bullet storm from them. Uh... <laughs> Or a panic button. (laughs) (laughs) So Yeah, you're gonna write that out. God, all right. Your other game C D (laughs) That was what they ended with. 
oh. Project Athea, as the working title was, or as they are now calling it, Forspoken. Which, in contrast to apparently what uh, uh, quite a few people were thinking, uh, quite a few people apparently were thinking this would be an RPG, which after that initial um, teaser, I'm not sure why they thought that. Because <laughs> that was... A, even in that small part that they showed, that one was focusing on mobility. So I wouldn't have thought that would be strictly an RPG, more like an action adventure and prob maybe with RPG elements, who knows. Mm. But they did show a bit a bit of a teaser with the, of the world and uh, small bits of gameplay. I think that one's releasing next year so far. <laughs> And, uh, pending any uh, more delays <laughs> and it'll it'll have additional alloy D dlc where you can dress up as alloy from horizon zero dawn huh. what would be interesting you might as well that's a great franchise fuck it cross it over with everything let me have <laughs> let me have dlc costume <laughs> from all your primary franchises god damn it i mean that's uh the wouldn't even be the weirdest thing they've ever done. I wouldn't. I wouldn't see. Uh, I wouldn't see that as a as an impossibility. But I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that Square did a crossover like that. I mean, they did have that with uh, Monster Hunter. Let's not even talk about the crossovers with fucking Final <laughs> Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think uh, Monster Hunter World had more. You know, Monster Hunter had a fuck ton. Monster uh -huh. Hunter World had a crossover with Monster Hunter the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I think the most uh fitting one was the one with Witcher 3. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that 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 actually made the most sense. A but... Monster Hunter crossing over into a Monster Hunter game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, I saw I saw that particular uh the uh Project Athean. I'm like, man, this this looks the mobil like you said, the mobility. I'm like, God damn. Uh -huh. Yeah. If they if they make the world interesting and make the um mobility interesting enough and uh, fluid enough and fun enough and depending on what what else there's gonna be because there's certainly, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what what that second voice actually was in that teaser. Because it could either be the artifact that she's carrying on her arm, or maybe that's a radio or something. Right. It'll be interesting what that is. I mean, given that there are dragons and other beasts in that world, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a ma just a magical artifact that has... Uh, that has its own mind. Right. Wouldn't be the first time, at least this time, it's not a book floating around. <laughs> <laughs> or a tiny robot looking at you near Automata. Hmm. <laughs> Funny that we both thought of near uh, titles there. Oh, yeah. See, I hadn't thought, I forgot about, um, uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I forgot about the book. I was Grimoire Weiss. Yeah, I forgot about <laughs> Grimoire. I mm -hmm. we both went to the same franchise for that though. Damn. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Publishers, so that's fine. <laughs> so, CD, uh, we uh, we got time. We we can now cover the one element mm. of the show that we haven't been able to do <laughs> for like pushing five... <laughs> this one back for a few episodes. Yeah, <laughs> it, keep, it keeps getting pushed back, but we we got time. We could do it, CD. Let's get let's do it. Uh, uh, this. Oh, what? Yeah. It's not even as big of a title as last time's. Uh, this <laughs> week's 1001 Games is a game known as Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I have never heard of this. I don't even... I'm even looking at the arcade cabinet, and I don't think I've ever uh-huh. seen it. Yeah, that's... It's definitely not as big of a title as last time's, but that would be difficult. <laughs> given that last last to, one was to, Pac-Man. Yes, to be as big as Pac-Man. That's a, yes, that's such an easy achievement. That's such a low bar. I mean, yeah. anyone can go over that. <laughs> right. Every everybody clears mm. Pac-Man as a as a bar for success. Seems, mm. seems reasonable enough. Yeah. Well, this one is um, uh, certainly not as popular or well known, but. It did have one of those uh, firsts, to so to speak. Because mm-hmm. I mean, back at the time, uh, game design was still uh, evolving in a much, much faster pace, uh, I'd say, or more in bigger steps than nowadays. Right. So back then, boss fights weren't really a thing yet. And this one essentially had uh, the f- pretty much uh, one of the first uh, cases of an arcade game boss fight. No shit. Mm-hmm. The me- it's uh, the game itself is a well space themed shooter, similar to things like Galaga or uh, Space Invaders, stuff like that, and. There are sep- uh, separate levels that you have to uh, beat in order, and then it repeats after five rounds. The first two are essentially you fight um, formations of alien birds. The third and fourth round are uh, eggs that hatch after a few seconds. And then the fifth level is the mothership. For the aliens, oh, shit. and on that one you ha- you have to, um, well, essentially you have to uh, poke uh, punch a hole into the bottom of the ship uh, so that you can hit the alien that's in the center. Ah, okay. Which is well, it's not ex- not exactly a health bar for the boss or just uh, destroying all the parts of the boss, but it's. A- bit more uh, specialized which is a nice design de- design decision there and of course that uh, boss fight also has a few other aliens running around uh, and attacking you so you have to be careful there and uh, let's see yeah you have kind of uh, from what I can tell you have kind of also a sort of a time limit in that fight because the um, ship slowly moves downwards 
Oh, God damn it. I figured that was going to be what happens. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Space invaders all over uh, again. Yeah, kind of like that. Although uh, I don't know if it... I'm not sure if it uh, goes to the left and then moves down to the right and moves down <laughs> or just moves downwards slowly. But yeah, that's... Uh, that part of the game and then after you beat that one you get a random number of points somewhere in between 400 and 8200 oh. which is quite the uh range yeah 8200 oh, hmm. uh-huh i'm always curious as when they the, set a score most... limit like that but that was mm -hmm. it seems like especially uh, like you say okay uh at at the very least, the player gets 400. At the most, 8,200. Huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seems relatively arbitrary, but continue. <laughs> How Kind of like, okay, let's throw a dart uh, at a board and then another one, and let's see. So I wonder, I wonder how they come up with that. Is that just a matter of, like, if you destroy, like, every possible block imaginable... Or every possible thing imaginable, you could end up at a maximum of that amount of points. Or is this like, is this like if you destroyed everything and played like a perfect game somehow, the the score just That's tops out. The core just the score just tops out at the eight thousand two hundred. I'm always curious whenever they when they have a. That's total. a good question because I think with the uh, the regular enemies you get separate points that you have in that level. You just get the additional points after you uh, hit the alien in the mothership when you oh. clear the um, that round. Got it. How they calculate that, uh, I'm not sure about that one. Ah. Most Phoenix. I do know that the uh, sounds the uh, birds make uh, seem kind of eerie. So <laughs> that's uh, certainly something that... Uh, the game had as a standout, uh, sort of. At least if you uh, could could clearly hear the sounds in the arcade, because that's not well, necessarily uh, a given. Well, the <laughs> arcade, I, this is really early in the arcade lifespan, but uh, as arcades mm -hmm. went on, a, a really good way to get people to go to your arcade cabinet was making your arcade cabinet fucking loud. Uh, a, mm -hmm. great, a great example of this, I'll give you two. Combo Breaker from Killer Instinct. If you were playing a Killer Instinct arcade cabinet, when you got a Combo Breaker, bro, that shit was fucking ear shattering. <laughs> it was. So you make it, it. They made sure that the whole arcade heard that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would be fucking. You would hear that shit from like across the arcade, right? So you've got no, a badass over here. So like it'd be normal gameplay noises, and then you just hear Combo Breaker. <laughs> uh another one another Ugh. another game that had like absurdly loud arcade noises was like certain uh -huh. moves in uh guilty gear uh-huh certain moves in guilty gear when they were done their their audio would be fucking absurdly loud i think soul bad guy's gun flame was fucking it was fucking ear shattering mm-hmm Again, man, they, they, the, they, if you want to draw people to your cabinet, just have the loudest fucking thing there. Don't worry. The people playing aren't going to notice because they're going to be deaf by the time they finish their match. 
<laughs> it's fine. They'll be deaf. They'll be deaf before the match is over. <laughs> so you ha so concert aren't the only things where you would have to bring earplugs. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Basic. <laughs> ba there, there's your. There's some arcade facts for you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Apparently, according to this, most Phoenix games uh, are in a standard Centuri wood grain cabinet, but several cabinets exist due to this game being sold by multiple companies at the same time. Mm -hmm. Huh. That sounds about right. No joystick is present in the Centuri version except for the international models and some cocktail versions. The model of this machine is mounted vertically, and the monitor bezel is relatively unadorned. I was about to say, there really isn't much to it. Um, huh, interesting. So, no joysticks, so you just had buttons for left and right. Yeah. Huh, interesting. Apparently. Uh, yeah. if, you look, if you look at the picture, there you don't see a joystick. Yeah. You see, see buttons. That's, yeah, uh, that's probably just a button for left, button for right, and a button for shoot. Yeah. This was this was eighteen. This was nineteen eighty two. So joysticks would have been common, right? They would have been like a relatively common thing. Yeah, I think so. I think <laughs> like, so. like by this point, joystick. By this point, joysticks weren't wouldn't have been like uh -huh. a, a fucking mind blowing concept. I think. Yeah, definitely not. But I guess if you only have to move from left to right. Uh, I guess I can see why they'd say okay. Yeah. No, just do it with two buttons. That's fine. Yeah, because if you if you want to do a joystick, you'd either you'd either have way too much range of motion, or you'd have to develop like a gate that only moves left to right, which seems like more extra mm -hmm. more extra development costs yeah. if you wanted to do that. So yeah, I could see that. That yeah. makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yes, and there's a of this one also has uh, a shield that you could use uh, ah. to prevent uh, enemies from either. Uh, from crashing into you, or uh, I think it also shields you from uh, bullets. Yeah, from projectiles. So there are but two. You can only use them, use the shield uh, for. Um, I don't. I'm not sure if it's certain time you can use it, but after you've used it, you have to wait a few seconds. So there are. And two... You can't move while using it. So there are two pieces of music. Apparently, uh -huh. according to this wiki article that are in the game, uh -huh. uh, Romance de Amor, also known as Spanish Romance by an unknown composer, and a Beethoven song. Hmm. It's just an interesting choice. <laughs> yeah, like, what? <laughs> like, I get this was relatively early in gaming, but you... Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess yeah. this is really yeah. no different than someone making a fan game and just throwing in some Linkin Park out of their games. <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically, that that's what that's what this strikes me as. Like, oh, I need some music for my game. Oh, I like Beethoven. I'll throw that in there. Hmm. It's fine. That's. Uh, I mean, it's a space-themed game, so Beethoven. Hmm. Okay. I, yeah, I guess. I, I don't I don't see the connection, but fair enough. Yeah. Uh, bugs. When the player shoots three bird-like enemies in a row very quickly as they fly upwards, the total score is set to a value in the vicinity of two hundred four thousand points. Huh. <laughs> that seems like uh okay. Uh, 
the player has done this very um, unusual thing or ran a very rare thing, so let's award him a lot of points. Yeah. I wonder how that happened. Although I feel like this would this would be one of those norm there's one of those weird like meta things where like you go to an arcade and you see the high score screen and you just see that mm -hmm. no you just see variations of that number over and over and over again. And you're like, oh, that person did the glitch. That person did the glitch. Mm -hmm. That person did yeah. the glitch. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I mean, if you get a an amount of eight thousand two hundred points per boss You'd have probably have to, you'd probably have to do quite a few rounds to reach two hundred and four thousand. Yeah, can't imagine that the regular enemies up to that point give you enough to significantly actually more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to get you that many points. Uh, reception. Uh, Bill Kunke and Arnie Katz of Electronic Games called Phoenix. Perhaps the finest invasion title ever produced for the 2600, praising its fantastic graphics, unexcelled play, action, and more. Computer and video games ranked it number one on its top 10 list, top 10 Atari VCS games in 1983. The game received a certificate of merit in the category of 1984's best science fiction slash best fantasy video game at the fifth annual Arky Awards? Arky Awards. Sounds good, yeah. Arky Awards. Uh, in retrospective review by Brett Allen, all game, the game was awarded a five out of five rating, referring to it as one of the most impressive games the side the slide and shoot genre has to offer bested only by galaga in terms of sheer enjoyment and replayability and i'm gonna go on i'm gonna say this that's a bold fucking statement yeah that's that's bold as fuck <laughs> like i will play galaga i have never played phoenix <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, sure. At the time, uh, I guess uh, there wasn't much. There wasn't that much of a difference, and Galaga at the time didn't yet uh, didn't yet release. And concluded. It only came out a year afterwards. I say any any and concluded that finely balanced shooting action combined with colorfully animated graphics make Phoenix a true classic among shooters. <laughs> That's yeah, certainly apparently the quality of the game seemed to be received well. I'm not sure how much how how big the financial success was though. Yeah, I'm not seeing that part here. This, yeah. I'm not that yeah, that must have been that successful in comparison. Was there anything of note in the book that you pull these games from? Nope. Oh no, that uh, doesn't mention anything in terms of the uh, financial success either. Oh, so this this game this game was not well known for its financial success then. Apparently not. No. Which I hate. That they seems kept a little that to themselves apparently. Which seems a bit dissonant compared to all compared to the glowing praise this game apparently got. But I sure. should go. I should go to note it. They only listed a few places so i mean you know yeah you know every i think we see it nowadays like every time there's a bad game there's at least a couple of uh 
outlets that mm-hmm. give it a good score. It always happens. Yeah. And in comparison to other games, this one didn't get that many ports. This one only went from the arcade to the 2600 and nothing else, apparently. I think and only that... later got into a port uh, or rather a version in 2005 uh, for the Xbox, PS2, PSP, and the PC as part of the Taito Legend series. I think that kind of tells us what we need to know, though. Yeah, I, I think, think I think I think that alone oh, yeah. tells us what we need. What we need to yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, that tells us a quality port or a quality game is not enough for financial success. Uh, Pac-Man managed that on the twenty six hundred just fine with its quality. <clears throat> yeah, I was I was, a, I was about to lack s- thereof. I was about to say, <laughs> really. <laughs> Really? Okay. I yeah, I, I managed that by name recognition alone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. We when you really break we really break down Pac-Man. It was that game did well on on Atari, not because the game, not because the Atari version was somehow fantastic, but because the name Pac-Man was on the fucking box. And at that mm-hmm. point in time, Pac-Man was gonna sell millions, no matter. It I I guarantee you that game that port could have been absolute garbage and it probably still would have sold yeah. gangbusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nowadays that would be uh, probably one of those examples that would initiate the Steam refund system. Oh <laughs> oh yeah. This uh, this 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 a game a game that bad would have gotten Sony to give you back give you your refund. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's saying something <laughs> even sony would have been like yo here's your money back we're so okay we're yeah. so sorry we are and so- we're removing that from the store bye i for i <laughs> thank you for reminding me they they actually let me check the sony store has cyberpunk ended up back on there yet one sec <laughs> cyberpunk has actually apparently been uh delisted by cd project not by sony it wasn't sony that did it? i thought it was sony that did it Apparently, I it was a CD Projekt that they requested that. Oh, okay. Apparently. Uh, okay. And I don't, I don't think it's uh, been reinstated yet. No, it I don't hasn't. Think they've uh, released their um, their bigger patch yet, the one point two that they delayed. I think that's only coming uh, sometime soon, and that's yeah. probably not a, not the uh, only big patch that they're still working on. Right. That's probably that's probably still a while until that one returns to the Sony store. Right, more than likely. I'll keep that in mind. Oh man. I love I love I love this segment sometimes. <laughs> you know we hey, some some somehow lesser we, known games are nice. We some we, we go from Pac Man to Phoenix. I don't know. Hmm. How are you? Are you just like flipping through the book? Is that is that what's going no. on here? How are you picking no. these? <laughs> I'm just going through sequentially. Oh, oh, okay, yep. got it. Okay, that's so- why next time we'll have a uh, much more well-known title to speak about. Oh. Okay. Which, uh, well, as things are going, that might be in a 
in a month or two. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. That's what matters. Mm-hmm. So before yes. we wrap up this episode, CD, do you have any last statements, searing social comments, uh, words to be immortalized? <laughs> I, ju- I just noticed we talked about a developer that's called People Can Fly and had uh, talked about a game called Phoenix. <laughs> there, there needs to be a, 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 a generalized convention about being about naming your development company. Doesn't have doesn't have to be like super mm-hmm. serious. Just saying, like, you know, clever is fine. Really, I mean, Epic Games. You're right. You're right. You're right. I I admit it. You're right. It's fine. I <laughs> I'll I'll walk that back. Blizzard. Their 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 classics were dice. Were nice. <laughs> You're really taking a gamble. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just rolling the dice here. <laughs> uh, really. When you buy when you buy a game from Dice, you're really taking a gamble. <laughs> really, really taking yeah, a gamble on the who quality. The publisher is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, really gambling, really gambling here. I'm gambling on those surprise mechanics. Yeah, I'll say I'll say that much. <laughs> uh, so before I before I officially press the stop recording button and stop recording mm-hmm. the episode. Uh, <laughs> So, Like a Dragon for PS5, there's a review for the PS5 version, obviously, oh. and it's uh, the, subtext, the, the text for it is, not a huge upgrade, but still a brilliant RPG. Well, yeah, the, the game was already yeah, good. Fine. The, yeah. Hmm. I, I, just, I don't... mean, a port to the next-gen system isn't going to change the game significantly? No. Uh, I mean... I don't really know. I mean, I guess maybe you, you review the next generation. Oh, this one lets you choose between 60 and 30 frames, but yeah. I don't know why you'd... Uh, maybe, I don't know. I don't... I don't I know why you choose that. Uh, if the game can... If the system can handle a stable 60, then go stable 60. Yeah, why, why would I... Why would... Uh, so the, the cons, the cons for this are essentially, two of the cons are essentially the same cons that people have made towards like every Yakuza game. Uh Uh-huh. The first one is takes hours to let you off the leash. Yeah. That's almost Uh, every Yakuza game, dude. That's not new. That is, that is not a new, that is not a new complaint. Uh, Mm -hmm. the in-game cut scenes are rough. Really? They're rough? Huh. I don't I don't think so. I thought they didn't give cutscenes for I played on PS4 and I thought they looked good. I'm surprised they think uh-huh. they look rough. That's okay. And uh-huh. um the PS5 improvements are pretty minimal. I don't think there was a lot you really needed to do for this game. Gonna be honest with yeah. you. Like a Dragon really didn't have a lot of issues. Its biggest its biggest uh-huh. issue, and I say this. With you knowing I love this fucking game, all right? Mm-hmm. You know my stance on Like a Dragon. And if you haven't yes. been listening very long, folks, fucking play it. <laughs> it's, 
And don't give me some, I want to play through the rest of the Yakuza games. You don't have to. You don't even have to. Yeah, you can pick this, this one up. Essentially a new start. This is a brand new start. Play it. Fucking play it. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Fucking, there wasn't much to improve. The only thing you could have, the only thing that needed to be improved from the PS4 version was load times. And the PS5, mm-hmm. and really playing the PS4 of its own. Yeah, the the PS the playing the playing last gen on the on the new on the current gen would have gotten you those better load times anyways. So yeah, especially if it's a digital version that you just install. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't really understand. I don't. I mean, I'll look. I'll I'll give them credit. This wasn't a very long written review. It was maybe four paragraphs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's uh, yeah. that really isn't long. Uh, no, no. The draw distance is still a bit wonky. City streets are filled with low quality textures. It's not a bad looking game. I, maybe, maybe this is on me. I maybe, maybe I don't peep hard enough at pixels in video games. I think that might be it, or I just don't care. I think that might be it. I just, I don't, don't I just don't think it stands out to me unless it's like Bayonetta level two fire animation. Mm-hmm. Oof, shit looks <laughs> bad, dude. It looks oh, bra. Okay. Bayonet, the second level in the original Bayonet of the fire animation, dude, it looks like something out of a Sega Genesis game. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad. It looks... That does sound quite bad. It looks like something out of a Sega Genesis game, dude. It looks so bad. But yeah, so... That almost sounds like it would be intentional. I... Maybe. I don't think so, but it sounds like it. So yeah, uh... I, I don't really. I mean, okay, uh, whatever. This review is meh. I guess <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anyone played this game and went, "Man, the the PS5 version of this game is gonna take this game to a whole new level." No, probably not. <laughs> gonna go on a limb and say probably not. I hope you had fun with this episode of the Caffeinated Bantercast. If you want to look up specific stories we talked about. We link them in the episode descriptions or on our dedicated page at cbcast.walkinshadows.com. We also write about things that interest us, but don't fit into the podcast episodes at blog.walkinshadows.com. If you want to contact one of us directly, you can do so through Twitter. Rezabaso is at Rezabaso, Jennifer is at Lady underscore Sugarcube, and Cold Death can be found under at Cold Death. Until next time.